0: To the latest edition of the SWN podcast, I am your host as always, Billy, and I am joined uh, with a last minute jump in. Um, I've got the Rad Lad, the Radosaurus Rex, so you know we're going to love it for dinosaurs. Uh, I'm joined by Gash Williams. (laughs) Welcome to the show.
1: Thanks for having me, Billy, and hello everyone.
0: So just uh, uh, just so everyone knows that I was due to have a recording tonight, Uh, it fell through, and I was like, right, I need someone to anyone to jump in, Uh, and. Yourself. I know that you, you retweet our stuff anyway, so it was great to have yeah. you jump in. Cause like uh, well, you know the show how the show works.
1: Yeah. Uh, which big, is, fan your, big fan of your stuff. So all the bunch.
0: So so you know that there is no there is no uh real uh <laughs> schedule or set way how we do this. But the uh, only thing we do guarantee is the first question, what got you into wrestling? What got you hooked?
1: Um before it was even WWE, but I remember that's like I was like eight years old. I was in a caravan holiday with my nan and my two sisters and a pal and her grandson. And I, remember, I don't know if it was in Craig Tara, but no, it was in Craig Tara, But I noticed that I've seen her. And I'm, I'm familiar with two wrestlers that I've seen, like the UK Dominator. And I can't remember who it was, but that's how I got into wrestling. Then a year later, I was staying at my uncle's for the night and I remember him watching an episode of SmackDown, like just before Night of Champions, 2008. And before I even got into it, all I did really is just laugh at everyone just getting beaten up and screaming. And I think the one I think the one person that got beaten the most that made me laugh was MVP a lot because it's just funny. <laughs> so it was.
0: So it's weird to think that you you kind of went the opposite way with a lot of people. A lot of people will will watch it on TV, then go see it live. So your first Aye. your first thing was the UK Dominator, uh, who who I only have recollections of. I don't know if you've seen the Vice documentary, the British wrestler. Uh,
1: yeah, I've seen the Vice document the Vice documentary.
0: Yeah, uh, that's my only experience of the UK Dominator, and it was like, all right, okay, cool. So uh, you 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 went from. From camps and then making champions two thousand eight, Uh right. that was a
1: very. And then I started watching more WWE shows like Raw, SmackDown, and, and all the paper views. Uh
0: so who your, so you say you left at the MVP getting beat up, but who were your initial ones you gravitated
1: to? Uh don't know. Really. Um, I think the one wrestler that got me into like wrestling mail was Kane because he like. Very, you look like a villain, like from the comics. Like I, I've read a lot of comics all the time, but I think Kane got me the most, along with Batista and other wrestlers. I'm trying to think, what kind
0: of Kane it was at that
1: point? It, it was, Ed, I think it was the one when he was unmasked, like in two thousand eight. Uh, of carrying, course, yeah. When he was carrying, when he was carrying that bag. Oh,
0: oh God! Yeah, <laughs> now I never remember. Yeah, that was. I was around about the May 19th stuff then. Um, <laughs> oh man, a lot of time. A lot of time. Um, yeah, I was thinking, I was hoping it wasn't like uh, the, the skin mask cane because like, the wig looked awful. But yeah, bald uh, cane, um, a bit nuts, and all that kind of stuff, good stuff. Uh, so, when did you decide that, that you wanted to go from watching it to to try and do it yourself?
1: Um, I remember that's like that when there was a wrestling I've heard of ICW around twenty fourteen until a year two years later in twenty sixteen when I heard that they're doing a wrestling event at Sandy not Sandy, sorry, <laughs> uh NCM Comic Con. And I met a couple of wrestlers and I actually got hooked in got hooked into wrestling even well. Like when I saw Grado, BT Gun, Wolfgang. Uh, Jack Jester and Lionheart So and the, the,
0: the proper big names of, Sc- of special Scottish wrestling anyway. I,
1: and then I took then I went to see Fear and Loven because I heard that Kurt Angle was going to be in it and I was so, so surprised that they even got him in because after his run with TNA and I loved the show and it was absolutely the best. It was actually the best show I actually went to see.
0: Um. So of that. So just thinking of your age now. So would that be when? Because I think that year Fear and Wolding, It was sixteen and up. It wasn't eighteen. Am I right? Thinking that were you? Or were you? I was. Sometime?
1: I was seventeen at the time, just turning eighteen. So I was.
0: So it was after that you decided to. It was PBW you started training that. Uh, uh-huh. So it was was that the, the moment that you went, right, I'm gonna mm-hmm. give this a go. Yeah. Uh and do you have like a, a sporting background? Did you do things like football, any sports that, that kind of uh, helped with your cardio and stuff like that going in?
1: I I wasn't I used to be a fan of football, like I used to play football in school, like at the playground, but people just take it seriously, like I mean, I used to. I played. I like playing basketball and dodgeball because those two are my, those are my two favorite sports.
0: Uh, yeah, so I was. Yeah, uh, it was the same in primary school. Anyway, I was more case so I play football. But then, yeah, when you get into high school and everyone wants mm-hmm. to actually play. Me fun. What's the point <laughs> after that? Uh, so first day then at PBW, of course. Uh, the, the the one thing I always bring up when speaking you know, to people that trained there was. Uh, you didn't get the ring; it was the mats. So it was yeah. a bit of like a. Were you expecting just to go in and see the, the big ring and, and all that kind of stuff, or were your expectations going into it?
1: Um, I was like, wasn't really focusing about what was going to be like, but I was just excited. I was just too excited and nervous at the same time because. Listen, oh, I'm uh, sorry. No, I'm just coming. <laughs> And, uh, I wasn't I didn't mind what it was. It was just I got too busy getting excited and a bit nervous about because this is me joining a wrestling school for the first time. And and to be honest, I didn't mind if it was the ring or mat, but it was still fun to do some training and bumps.
0: And what was that first bump like then?
1: Uh, it was a bit difficult for me because I was trying to I had to keep practised and practice, more, like doing back bumps, front bumps, fish slice and flip bumps and all that stuff until I got better and better and it just happened. Just kind of
0: clicked one day and that was, uh-huh. you kind of got, yeah. it, got it going. <laughs> um, How long was it before you actually got to, I mean, I know that for, for PBWs it's show days, is when you get a kind of a little bit of time in the ring. How long was it before you actually got to, to run the ropes and and uh get in into a ring?
1: Um I, the first time I stepped in a ring like it was just like helping out with shows and all that stuff just learning about basic stuff about in the ring like hit the ropes and all that stuff and and uh, I don't know I like learning to Hit the ropes and all that stuff, and, mm. and how to if someone throws you over of the top rope, just they just teach us how what happens what happens if you get tossed over of the top rope and all that stuff.
0: It's kind of your, your basic safety. Uh, mm-hmm. So when I was doing my research, because uh, I do that sort of thing for these things, uh, mm-hmm. we got your debut uh, academy attacks in December 2018 against Dean yep. Ford. Yeah, uh, that was it was your debut. So. Again, what was when did you when did you find out you were going to get your debut? Um, what was your what was your hope, well, My hopes. Uh, what were your thoughts on on finally being able to get into the ring?
1: Um, um, I didn't get told that. Well, I didn't know, but it's like I remember my mate uh, uh, when on a Sunday we was just the coaches were talking about academy attack and who's ready and all that stuff, and I remember. It was Alex Parker, uh, Rain, and uh, another 23 elderly. And my name got mentioned and people looked at me, like, smiling upon, and I was actually, don't know what to say, I was actually chuffed about that. (laughs) And uh, because if I wanted, I basically have to prove myself, if I want to get an opportunity like this, I have to get my comfort zone and Basically, show people how much I want this opportunity.
0: Uh, I mean, of course, comedy attacks. It's it's more of a friends and family show, so there's a little yeah. bit of less. Mm-hmm. Not, I don't know if there's less pressure or more because you're you're trying to justify why you're doing it. On the other hand, yeah. it's your friends and family, so it's not as, uh, as nerve wracking. Um, <laughs> was was there? Was your mum there? Was was your family uh, there for your first show?
1: Uh, it was just my mum and my older sister. Honestly,
0: and uh, what were their, what were their thoughts about going into the by you doing the training? Uh, wrestling was just they knew that it was your passion. What was what was your mum's initial thoughts with, with you
1: taking up um, wrestling? Uh eh, I told. I remember telling my mum. I remember telling my mum and dad that I want to be a wrestler. It's like what is something I want to do. It's my passion. It's like everyone's passion and dream and getting into the ring for the first time and show them what they got and uh, my mum is happy, is proud of what I am today and she's proud of that I got the opportunity to be in the ring with big names.
0: Absolutely, so uh, back to the match with Dean Ford then, first one of course Dean is uh, one of the, uh, I was going to say one of the stiffer names but he's got a kickboxing background so there's always a chance that he'll yeah kick you. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, so, what were your what were your uh, thoughts during? What what was were you happy with the match? Um, talk us through that for that first first match.
1: Uh, we were like planning the stuff and all that stuff. When when we we're up next, I was like had, but my heart was racing really fast and my stomach was having butterfly moment. And when I'm matching, when my theme song was playing, and I was like, oh boy, this is it, and I actually messed up the entrance like. When I got on, then uh, when I got up in the ring and I tried to jump and do a wee mad roll and all of a sudden I slipped and landed on my backside and the referee Sean McGotman was was still laughing about that and just told me to calm down. <laughs> and to be honest, I've I enjoyed the match, but the fun thing I hate about the show is that I had the worst attire in the planet.
0: <laughs> I, I do catch a picture of it. It's uh, it's old school pleather. Yep. I <laughs> <laughs> right. right. I don't think there's enough pleather in wrestling nowadays. I, I missed the time of pleather because I started watching UK <laughs> wrestling in 2012, yeah. and everyone mm-hmm. was wearing singlets and, and nice looking stuff. And yeah, pleather just just wasn't around. Uh, when you see when you see like the UK Dom near, that's pleather. <laughs> that's what you need. <laughs> uh, so, so you had your first match December 2018. Um, of course, we were well, in the midst of a pandemic still, somehow. Uh, so, uh, the match I saw you had was Ace Anderson. Uh, how many matches did you did you get to to do before the world ended?
1: Uh, I've had three matches. Well, I've had four matches. Uh, I had two matches in 2019. I had one in 2018. And I had one match in 2020. Uh, it was my last match. And I was going to get booked in... Big massive wrestling in a tag team match, but I got postponed because you know COVID.
0: Yeah, that's that's the the still the big thing. Uh, I didn't think when I started this podcast last year that we'd still be speaking about COVID. I thought I would have like either have no one to speak to because everyone's getting training and booked, or uh, I just uh, yeah, it's just absolutely nuts that we're still Aye. we're still in this time. And uh, this will be coming out in June, which will probably mm. still be in this time of of COVID. Um, yeah, big massive wrestling. I mean, it's quite good that, of course, well, things that happened last year. Um, There's there also some less places to be booked from, but um, it's nice to see places like uh, Pro Wrestling Scotland, uh, Big okay. Massive Wrestling, all coming okay. out of of PBW. Um, mm-hmm. Although, just I think was it just last night, uh, PWI Pro Wrestling Innovations closed mm-hmm. its doors because because uh, Craig I'm, was just too busy. He's got too many I'm, bookings himself, so.
1: I mean, I understand where he's going through, but he did have had a good run on the show and I was actually happy to help out with his show because he's been one of the nicest guys on the planet.
0: Absolutely. I mean, going through some of the shows or matches were put onto YouTube, things like that, and I watched them and it's just a a really nice mix Mm -hmm. of people like yourself that are just coming into it against Uh. BT Gunn, Stevie Xavier, people that are actually Mm -hmm. established uh, and... And that as well. So um so yeah, how have you kept yourself sane? Is this uh, last or well, this point 18 months probably? I can't remember, oh, it's, it's a blur now. Oh.
1: Uh just think just talking to a couple of people, just talking to the trips like that I've not seen since the world ended. Uh I've been hitting the gym recently. I've just been hitting the gym since April. You know, just trying to get back in shape and, uh, yeah, just hanging out with my friends as well. Just trying to keep myself occupied.
0: That's the thing. I mean, it, I suppose for a lot of wrestlers as, as well, it's, it's trying to, if you're getting, I mean, for yourself, you're just getting used to, you're just getting booked, you're just getting into these matches and then it's all just gone and you've got to find a way to, to keep yourself occupied and, and sane at the yeah. same time. Um so, I mean, as far as your wrestling, four matches, that's it. We're kind of getting kind of stopped of your of your actual in-ring stuff. Uh, but how, what have you been watching? What kind of wrestling do you watch to kind of either just pass the time or inspire your possible work? What, what kind of stuff do you keep an eye
1: on? To be honest, just watching uh, AEW, WWE and ICW and Impact, I've pretty much been, everything then. <laughs> aye. Pretty much I'm big fan of those just big fan of the matches honestly. they got the good matches.
0: Uh, how do you find watching the shows with no crowd? It's
1: uh, very weird but I understand why they had to do that.
0: Yeah, I think I'm finding it the weirdest with Impact. I'm trying to like I, I'm trying to get into AEW because I was finding in the early times I wasn't enjoying it because mm-hmm. it was too. It was too. Uh, look at us, we're not WWE. and didn't like it, so that's why I stopped watching it. Um, so I'm trying to get back into that but Impact. Is, I'm just really struggling with that because they've got literally nothing, no crowd, no sound. And I can hear everything. Um, again, is that, is that something you're able to just kind of power through? To kind of switch off and just watch what's happening, footwork, all that kind of stuff, where you just
1: just trying because uh, the wrestling. The footwork was a pain. So I was like... <laughs> not like, every time I'm trying to do some ring training, like, not ring training, sorry, uh, do some basic training in, in the wrestling school, uh, I keep falling over plenty of times. When it comes uh, to warming up or anything in general, I usually trip, trip myself over. It's... Honestly, funny and embarrassing at the same time.
0: Um, yeah, I hear footwork's pretty, pretty key for this sort of thing. I'm trying mm. to, I'm trying to now be in a bit more of a mindful of just enjoying wrestling. But there is a time where I'll, will watch and go, oh, that that didn't go as smooth yeah. as possibly could have been. Um, mm. So, is there any wrestlers right now that you're like, right, I'm going to watch this? I watch a bunch of this guy's matches, pick up a little bit bits and pieces from. Or uh, is there anyone that? Uh,
1: your particular favourites to watch? So. Uh, it's hard to tell because I have a lot of favourites, honestly, like from the attitude they are in nowadays. I mean, uh, it's really hard to come up with favourite wrestlers because you hmm. you just, it's really hard, to, honestly. Uh, so, so right, a couple of names, go for it. Uh, I've been a fan of Johnny Gargano, like, because after his match, with... Master Ciampa in New Orleans. That actually helped me really hard because that is honestly one of my favorite matches on NXT. And uh eh, Edge is my favorite because just some of the stuff he does is brutal and awesome. And uh and Stone Cold is is one of my absolute favorites.
0: Um so when you said started watching 2008 with night of champions um mm-hmm. did you this is before we would have been before the WWE network was around so yeah. uh did you was it then that when you got the network you were able to dive back into things like that or were you able to pick up dvds
1: yeah uh, uh, my uncle gave me a bunch of dvds when he was about my age like at the time he had like like document, like histories of wrestling events like Hell in a Cell, uh, uh, other stuff like WrestleMania, and other histories of the matches.
0: Oh, right. Okay. I think I remember those. So it's more like compilation sets that you had, uh-huh. you know, as, well, uh-huh. as, as well as uh, as a mm-hmm. set um, of actual events itself. So uh, you're uh-huh. getting pieces of shows, but not actual full ones. Um, any
1: particular match that comes to mind that you'd watch? Yeah, uh, that's good. Um, the Hell in a Cell match between Edge versus The Undertaker—that's one of my favourite Hell in a Cell matches. Oh, the the one with their Edge getting exploded at the end. Is the Aye. no joke, no joke. I honestly, when I I, I was little I was like, at the time, I and I literally thought Edge was dead. Just because of that. So yeah, that's
0: the power power of wrestling. I mean, I Like
1: well,
0: one of my first moments was, of course, Aye. everyone listens is uh, is an Undertaker burning a teddy bear. I didn't understand it, but I find it terrifying. <laughs> so it's just, that's just what what happens. Uh, with, with wrestling in general. Uh, so the the play of your gear though, how how and why? How did you get a hold of it? Uh, whose was it, yeah. or was it your own?
1: Yeah, I bought it on eBay. Honestly. <laughs> Until a year later, well, after my debut, I basically decided to save up a bit of money and get my own gear made.
0: Um, do there any particular gear makers use? I know, um, fix stitch seems to be popular for a lot of the uh, guys down eh, there.
1: Eh, I got my gear made of a fix stitch, and she did a wonderful job in making that. It. and it's still, it's she's still the best design maker along with JJ. Racing creations and championship, championship city, city championship gear.
0: Uh, there's there's a good, there's a real good uh, mm-hmm. places just in Scotland in general uh-huh. or or the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, doing my research here, we have got the Rad Lad, Radosaurus mm-hmm. Rex. Yep. Uh, again, love that. Uh, yep. What was what was the inspiration behind behind those particular uh, uh, names?
1: Hey, the Rad Lad story. Uh, obviously, Alex Barker. I remember Alex Barker. Uh, tweeted our uh, his new profile picture made by Sandy Smith. Uh, before he got a new one, and I said, and I retweeted saying, "Watch out for this rad lad." And then he responded saying, "Yes, I." And then the next day he told me I should use the nickname and make it as a gimmick. And I was like, "All right, fair enough," and. The Radasaurus Rex, it just popped in my mind for some reason. Like it's just funny, like I like dinosaurs as well. Like the T Rex is my favorite. And I think that I think it just came to my just popped in my mind like saying Okay, I just basically have an idea saying Radhosaurus Rex. Um
0: so- so you've answered one of my questions, but we are going to we're going to, I'm going to mix it up then. Uh, so okay. you, you said your favourite dinosaur, of course, is the T Rex, a yep. popular choice. Then, <laughs> uh, what's your second favourite dinosaur? Ah,
1: uh, ah, uh, the Velociraptor. Yeah,
0: another popular one. Uh, so outside <laughs> of wrestling, I know that you're big. In, you said at the start you're big into your comic books. Um, I think Venom. Am I right I'm thinking this is, is yeah. all one of your favourites? Um,
1: yeah, Ven- Venom is one of my favourite Marvel villains on the planet.
0: Was comics, did comics come before, you actually said that yesterday, they came before the wrestling, mean, so how did you
1: think it comics? Uh, I remember watching the Spider-Man cartoon from the 1990s. Uh, I, was, I had this DVD, like, it's just, it's like one of those, they made an episode into short-length films, like, I had that and all that stuff and I had the Spider-Man DVDs, like, the cartoons and the games. And I had the I had all the action from Spiderman figures, and I'm always obsessed with Venom because he's my favorite villain. And I think my second favorite villain has to be Carnage because I grew up with these two characters as my favorite villains.
0: So, so let there be Carnage is is just pretty much the perfect thing for you. Uh, the Venom
1: mm-hmm. two film. Um, I honestly can't wait for it, honestly. I know the the first one did not receive a lot of good feedback, but. Even though it's still not a good movie, but it's still an enjoyable film to watch, even though it's not a good film. The only thing that makes it good, it's just Tom Hardy. That's it.
0: That's it. That was I was about to say. I, I watched it very recently. Um, mm-hmm. I can't remember why. It was, it was on Netflix. It popped up on Netflix, so I just watched it. And my, my only feedback from it was, it was a really bad film, but I like Tom Hardy as Venom. <laughs> that That was it. It was just... Uh, I don't know what Sony does, but it, they just ah. they just can't just can't do it. There's just uh, ah. amazing Spider-Man. They, they, all the promise, and then the second mm-hmm. one was the, one of the worst films I've seen.
1: Mm-hmm. The only thing good about the second Amazing Spider-Man film was the suit. That's the only thing I liked about the film. It's just the suit. That's it.
0: I, I dread to think what they would have done if they got a, a third one for the Sinister Six, mm-hmm. and just because the Rhino was just the oddest thing. I hate oh. it. Just a mechanical <laughs> thing. It was just oh, so bad. Um, uh, so, it's, it's Spider-Man is, is is he one of your favorite heroes, or have you got any particular heroes outside of that? I, mean, I suppose uh, Venom's an anti-hero if we're um, gonna be picky.
1: But uh, Spider-Man is my uh, spider is my favorite Marvel superhero, hands down. And I've also I don't know how I feel, but. The, the comics nowadays, like, because I know he's got a new costume, because it's meant to be the last time we're going to see Spider-Man in the comics. I honestly don't know how I feel about that.
0: Um, As far as the film goes, are you big into the MCU? Or are you quite big, like,
1: um, the DC stuff outside of that? I mean, I like the MCU and DC. Films, but I'm just I don't want to be disrespecting to Tom Holland, but Tom Holland is a good actor and we all know that. And uh, I'm just not a big fan of that version of Spider-Man, to be honest. No, just, just
0: not fan Tom Holland as Spider-Man.
1: I mean Tom Holland is a good actor. Yeah. But, but it's, just, you're it's, not fan it's of just, his ass. I'm, I'm just not a big fan of that version of Spider-Man. It's just I don't know what's off about it. It's just maybe it's because he relies on his gadgets. Hmm. All right. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. Um, sorry, being someone who's a big fan of the Spider-Man films in general, so I was like, oh, "How dare you disrespect him all?" But uh, but yeah, I can I can see that. I can see that that's quite a thing that, that people do bring up. The first one, it was all about Iron Man. Second one's mm-hmm. all about Mysterio, and then yeah, uh, it's all about gadgets and tech and things like that. Um, yeah, okay, I, I, I can. I, I will. Yeah, I'll see your side of the story. Um, <laughs> but you're still gonna be excited for No Way Home, and the we mere possible chance we're getting a, a multiverse thing with with uh, um, the other Spider-Man.
1: i'm not particularly sure if that's going to happen cuz i was just thinking like like if they're actually going to do that but what's going to happen to the mcu if peter because he's got a lot of problem right now cuz you know after what happened in far from home all that stuff
0: yeah um, i'm ex- i'm excited but yeah it's going to be very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 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 weird because we should have had we should have had a bunch of films already. But again, pandemic comes around, yeah. and uh, we've got to we've got four in the back half of the year. Uh, got well, Black Widow, Shang Chi, uh, Eternals, and then wow. of course Spider Man. So <laughs> it's just the pandemic there. Yeah, better start letting up because yep. I need to go see my I need to go see films. Um yeah, so,
1: sure.
0: so, <laughs> so So outside of the comic book films then, is there anything else that, that you do outside of wrestling that you enjoy watching doing? Uh any any Netflix binges that that you yeah. partake in?
1: Yeah, uh, I've watched a couple of shows on Netflix and a couple of films on Netflix. Uh I've been also watching a couple of I'm actually enjoying two shows on Amazon Prime. It's highly recommended for people to watch, even though it's not a cup of tea, but it's still good to watch.
0: Uh, well, sorry, what was
1: that? What was the show? Uh, I'm just, I mean, I've been watching a couple of shows on Amazon Prime. Like, there's only two shows that I, that I honestly enjoyed based on the two comic books uh, people are familiar with, like Invincible and The Boys.
0: Oh, yeah, The Boys. Um, I mm-hmm. didn't watch that. I uh, watched that as well. It was I it was good. Uh, really enjoyed that. Mm. It was uh, watched uh, Ragnarok last night. Uh, Thor Ragnarok. Seen Carl Urban. Yeah. Uh, pop up again. I'm just like I would, I would <laughs> take Carl Urban uh, back into a different role uh,
1: any day. Because yeah. I think his role in the boys is has, has to be his best performance. So. But...
0: Yeah, I would definitely take it. There was rumors that he's possibly one of the names in the running for Wolverine. I'm just like, you know what? I'll I would I would take it. I would take it just to see it back in, in the fold at some somehow.
1: Um Yeah. Yeah, I definitely see him as Wolverine.
0: Um so we'll swing back to the for a moment then because sure. there's there's no there's no set I way we do this. Uh, so <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> moving forward into into the future a little bit. Um mm-hmm. is there any particular wrestlers that you're wanting to, to face when you get back? Is there any, any particular ones that you want to uh, get in the ring with? I say locally.
1: Um uh, I mean there are a few good there are a few good wrestlers for you. Like you got Source Wrestling, you got Reckless and uh, Discovery and all that stuff. I mean I would and People that I trained with, I honestly wanna wrestle them as well. And I mean, like you got a good people like Alex Parker, Logan Smith, Daz Black, Ian Skinner, and uh, John Treton. I mean, know the top guys along with other big names in the wrestling in the British wrestling.
0: Is it, is it cool to see these guys that you train with and, and are in your class, were in your class and what we'll have you been, uh, you're able to watch them on the WWE Network, is that give you something to kind of work towards?
1: I mean, if not the WWE Network, it can be any other wrestling promotions. Like, I don't mind, but I'm actually, I'm proud of them for making up, making to the WWE Network.
0: Uh, so you mentioned a couple of promotions there. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of where you're trying to, Of course, you, you had your possible book of Big Master Wrestling. That'll be one that you want to try and get to uh, uh, when shows return. But is there mm-hmm. is there any particular promotions in the UK, uh, so taken outside of Scotland, uh, anywhere in England, uh, that you're wanting to try and... And Wales, sorry, before anyone gets picked up by that. Uh, no. Is there anywhere, is anywhere you're, you're wanting to inquire about, try and get into?
1: Uh, I mean... I would love to wrestle for Shields because I've been watching some of their stuff. Eh, when the, when the pandemic started, honestly, good stuff.
0: Yeah, Shield. Uh, they do bring in quite a few folk like Rosie Knight and uh-huh. and uh, Angel Hayes, uh, Dean Ford, Danny Edwards. Uh, so it's definitely uh, if if there is ever a chance, there's going to be a space in the car. Uh, from from a. Uh, from Glasgow, it's definitely a place that's, that's likely to be able to to take you. Um, so, it's, when you said, when you were speaking about your WWE Network, you, you didn't seem that, not that fussed about being getting WWE, but is, is, is your kind of goal just to be able to wrestle anywhere, get abroad, get into AEW, get into Impact, try and just do a little bit of journeying before you eventually try and get into the WWE, or is that just something you're uh, if it happens, it happens
1: and you're quite happy just to uh, wrestle. Uh, yeah, I actually I actually want to do that like once the pandemic ends, just wrestle for a couple of companies and make a name for myself and and all that stuff and and see what happens there.
0: Um, so yeah, uh, we'll speak about globally then. Uh, is there any particular mm-hmm. wrestlers that are currently active that you'd want to to wrestle just worldwide, be it AEW, Impact, etc. Uh, who who would be your a couple of names that you'd want to to eventually wrestle once you've made a name for yourself?
1: Uh, I've been a big fan of. I forget this name a lot. Hold on, wait, hold on. a uh, Jungle Boy and. Jungle Boy. Uh, Aye, and uh, Ricky Starks and uh, I've been also watching some Impact, uh, I'm a big fan of Chris Bay as well, he's really good. Definitely hear a lot about Chris Bay
0: um, mm-hmm. for, for Impact. Uh, yeah. So yeah, so it sounds like AW is kind of your, your, not immediate destination, but that would be your kind of goal. Right now, you're getting uh-huh. Ricky Starks, and um, are you a fan of, of like, the young bucks, Kenny Omega, the elite kind guys? Oh yeah,
1: oh yeah, definitely.
0: Um, so as far as again, as far as UK shows again, uh, you she did some setting up of shows. You said for for pro uh, wrestling innovation, um, what's been your experiences going to to local shows? You said ICW was one of them fear your loading, uh, for for Kurt Angle um, was was that the show with. Uh, is that show of Ray Mysterio as well? no, it wasn't. Was it? I think
1: that was the I think that was the next one. I it think. Was
0: yeah. Uh, who's who else was it? The Carango one then. I'm trying to
1: uh, ricochet.
0: That was it. Ricochet. That was. Uh, that was to guess. Uh So outside of, of that show, uh, and obviously the ones you've helped set up at, um, we be able to get to, to other ones like Discovery, Source, things like that.
1: And uh, no, nah, I couldn't. I couldn't afford enough money to get to travel to these venues. But since I was like old enough to trust my, since I was old enough to be trusted to travel, I was hoping to travel to these places mm-hmm. to help out shows and all that stuff.
0: Yeah, so I mean, it's one of those things where you're uh, all your money, all your spare money is going towards training, <laughs> training yeah. or, or uh, gear travel. or, or uh-huh. stuff for yourself and to yeah. actually. Get things going. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you started, I was look, again looking through my, my research uh, and see who you who you've had seminars with. Is there any particular seminars that you've you've taken part in with with guests that you've really taken a lot from?
1: Yeah, the last seminar was that the last seminar. No. To be honest, I actually I think the best seminar that I've taken part of was the Frank Coldman. Because learning from him, talking about his background in professional wrestling, like his like technicians and chain stuff he does, was actually a fun thing to do. Because I would love to learn about chain and technician, even though I'm not that good at it.
0: So, I mean, as far as your style goes then, mm-hmm. is, it, is it more just brawling based, like Steve Austin? Or is it, is, are you trying to kind of get a bit of a hybrid going with that technical style? high flying what's your what's your kind
1: of um, range for some reason i've been a big fan of high flying but at the same time i'm kind of scared of doing it because you know in case i might hurt myself uh after seeing some botches and all that stuff it actually got a bit scared
0: so just trying to try and keep it low impact try mm-hmm. and keep it keep it kind of uh, on the level <laughs> Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's just trying to. Say. So like I say, is is it more just like a ground based brawling uh, kind of thing you go with then, or? Uh,
1: uh, eh, it's a bit of mix of. I don't normally do high fi I never high five, but I have tried my best to do some high flying stuff, like just do suicide dive and all that stuff. Even though I'd rather attempt to do that, I just get reversed.
0: <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> so, so, so the the move is running up to do it, and then
1: Aye, someone just yeah, M's so. me. Someone just punches off M me. a Couple of,
0: <laughs> I mean, I mean, nobody needs to know you, you. You don't want to do it or can't do it if, if you at least tease it every so often.
1: <laughs> um, uh,
0: so, you've got some merch up at the moment uh, for for the rad lad. Uh, Again, was this was
1: Alex Parker that? Because I know he does, he does um, uh, gear design. How how did that come about? Uh, it was just me that done it, Honestly, like I just done it on a website just for fun, cause, cause I've met I've used to wrestle with a sleeveless top, and I just got made by myself. Like just got the design made, like just the font. It was just a font I just made up. a found on uh a website, honestly, cause I just you know cause just be a part of my gimmick and all that stuff
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh yeah it's part of the gimmick and all that stuff
0: just just <laughs> add it as part of your gear and and hopefully it can,
1: yeah. uh, hopefully, can it, hopefully it can be mapped at some point in the future
0: mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. um okay so one of our other questions that we ask a lot of people so i'll we'll get that in as well uh what would we in the fight um, I've written it down as one sheep, but they would have no chance. Uh, what would I have fight? Two sheep or one cow?
1: Mm, that's a tough one. Two sheep, uh, one cow. Mm, that's a hard question. <laughs> uh, I think uh, the one cow.
0: Is there a reason for that or is just that just your gut feeling?
1: I think it's that feeling.
0: <laughs> just go, just go for it. Yeah, I mean, there's worse reasons to give <laughs> for, for it. Um, but no, I, 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 it's one of those questions where either someone will overthink it and then go through every scenario, like I have in the past, and I think mm-hmm. even though I've asked this about know, twenty times now, I still overthink it. Or someone will just go, right, that's it, that's the winner, and no, uh-huh. no other issues needs to be uh, discussed uh-huh. about it. Um. So yeah, we've discussed your your what your hope for the future, but uh, is there anything just in in general? I, I mean, in in this meantime, have you been doing school? Is, is is have you got anything on the side bar? Wrestling? Anything as a backup plan? If if wrestling you decide to go and find out, I'll do this instead.
1: Uh, not sure what happens. What's my future in the wrestling? But I'm hope I'm willing to try and stay in the wrestling. Hoping to try and get in the best shape I can possibly can to get more bookings and and get the look of a wrestler like everyone else has
0: that's damn it I suppose nowadays we see things like AEW things see things like NXT Aye. right now there there isn't there doesn't seem to be a set mold for a wrestler um, which is great because that means as long mm. as you can do it yeah successfully and there's there's no limitations for, yep. for size now um, um I mean, especially when you see guys like from your school coming out, people uh, looking sharp being the one that, yep. that springs to mind the most. This guy's uh-huh. got a Rolodex that they're mm-hmm. a mile long that's, that's a terrible phrase, but um, of networking and and yeah, using that size. Have you been using the the Looking Sharp Dojo?
1: Yeah, um, I attended the, the Doug Williams seminar yesterday, and it was great learning from his experience about his advice he gave us. It was. A...
0: That seems <laughs> like a guy that, that certain. When you mentioned wanting to um, join the the Frank Cullen uh, seminar, Doug Williams mm-hmm. seems like the the one that I would have thought if it was going through a list of people that they've, uh-huh. that he's had, uh, Lou's had on on that. Um, Doug would be the one that you'd, you'd probably pick up on the most. Um, yeah. It's a fascinating resource. I mean, it's it's great that, that Lou's doing these things because um, there's there's. A few FPWA, I think so. The other one yeah. um, that are doing these online seminars uh, yeah. just to to keep things going. Is that the other one you're able you, that you've you've done, or are you able to get into any of the other seminars that loose out?
1: Yeah, I've taken a part of uh, the just incredible one. Uh, I'm looking forward to the upcoming one uh, this month. Uh, Mikey wreck course. Were
0: um, these guys that you were able to, have to, you been studying their matches, just, to, well, Mikey's matches, just to try and get an idea what his his uh, advice is going to be, or have you just kind of went a
1: little bit blind and just um, seeing what he offers? Uh, I've done some research on, I've done my research on Mikey Weprick on YouTube, just watching some of his clips of his matches during his ECW days.
0: He's definitely a guy that I, I don't know how much uh, again, I, I've done very limited watching of Mikey, Mikey Whiprack, but he's definitely a guy that, if you're, if you're wanting to I don't know, speak to someone who could tap into a crowd, because he was always the perennial underdog, wasn't he? He was always the guy that uh, he never expected to win, but somehow won and everyone loved him for it. Um, and there's also got uh, Hector Guerrero. I think. Uh, that hasn't happened yet. Is it, is it this month or next month?
1: It's However. next month. Next month, mm-hmm. um, is that
0: one that you're going to try again? our guy that that's a bit more technical, but has that high flying thing, uh, going yeah. as well back in his day. This uh, so is another one you're going to try and
1: yeah, I'm that? gonna, I'm gonna attend to that one. Yeah,
0: um, well, I mean, I think we've we've covered all the bases when it comes to 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 Gash Williams. Was there a reason for the was that your nickname, uh, Gash or how did that uh,
1: come oh Jesus, uh. It's just an, I've been called that like when I was a child, like because my dad's name, my dad's called Gary and my real name is Gary as well. Uh, it gets a bit confusing which one we're getting, which, which, it's actually getting confusing which is getting, which Gary's getting called up. It's either me or my dad and all that stuff. But uh, I, it's so just a nickname. Gosh, it's just insane. a nickname. Uh,
0: um, so yeah, where can people find you on social media then? How, how can people get a hold of you uh, if they're wanting to book here or, or find out more?
1: Uh, you can look me up. Uh, I have I got Instagram and Twitter. Uh, it's just the same at Twitter, it's at Gash Williams, PW, along with Instagram, it's the same as the Twitter username, like at Gash PW, eh, Gash Williams PW. Sorry, uh, are you
0: taking up the TikTok yet or is that? Um, I sound so old when I ask this question now <laughs> because I'm just like uh, I've, I've got it and I'm trying to use it more and I hate it. I just I don't get it. It's just I'm, I think I'm too old for a TikTok, but I like scrolling. I mean, through
1: it. I only use TikTok just for scrolling stuff, like just looking at funny stuff that's up. That's, that's all it
0: really
1: needs. Uh, mm-hmm. But
0: great, thank you very much for for joining TikTok. me today on the show. And uh, thanks
1: for, thanks so much, Colin.
0: Hopefully by the time the hopefully by the time this this year ends, will you'll be able to to get A'right. back in the ring, and uh, we'll see you see an action.
1: I can't wait. Thanks so much.
0: Bye-bye.